Hello, everybody, and welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. And hello, Shalita. Hi, Shirak. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? So you're in an excitable mood today. Want to tell the listeners why? Oh, man, this is going to sound so bad when I tell them, like, it's because of my email inbox. I don't know if that's just really the kind of tone we want to set for the kind of person I am. But here well, we are. Well, there are some listeners that just listen <laughs> to hear what you have to say. So today, listeners, that's true. It's all yeah. about Shirag. Yeah, we've yeah. had we've had reviews saying, "I love listening to Shirag's show," and I'm like, "Okay, great, fine, okay, yeah, Shirag." I mean, it's a nice. It's really nice that you're not bitter about this at all. No, I'm not bitter. So today, it's Shirag's show on Declutter Me, and yeah, why not? I'm 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 the guest, I'm not expert, but whatever. I'm the guest on the show talking about email. We'll treat it that way. <laughs> How many emails do you have in your inbox? Lots, lots. Uh, so I mean, uh, this is something we. Well, this is something we've we've come up ha, that has come up on our previous episodes as well. Is I'm not someone that does like an inbox zero approach. So I treat email. I treat my inbox as like the place where because I, I use search to get to emails and things. So I, I, as much oh, as I yeah. do have folders and labels, I don't I don't excessively use them because it's just uh, added work and it kind of in the zone of things. Um, but anyway, so one of the th- one of the recent developments which happened a couple of weeks ago is we changed email systems to this new service, and so that's kind of what I want to talk about. And a lot of their approach towards email is to try and modernize some of the handling of email in some way, okay. and a lot a lot of it kind of touches you know on some of the things we've talked about. So that would be an interesting kind of look at. Um, you know how they're dealing with email, and then sort of and this is what actually the reason why we pick this as a service for, for us to use as a company as well, although I'm also playing mm-hmm. around with it on, in terms of personal email. Right, okay. And you want me to move for, move on to it as well one day. So you're going to try and convince me today why this one will be better than using the Apple Mail that I am using currently. So funnily enough, and you've kind of like kicked off a good question here because it's not the same thing, but it's that I did not think that that was the purpose why I was talking about this. I just wanted to share with listeners like why we moved to the service and why I thought it was just an interesting or, or a nice approach in the sense that because I, I do think that as much as, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about email before and one of your suggestions has been, you know, you come to the end of the year, you create a folder with the previous year name and it dump everything away so that you kind of clear the clutter and then, you know, take your time to kind of clear through that. Um, and mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's symptomatic of the fact that a lot of people have you know very very long flowing inboxes, and the thing I like about this new service it's called Hey uh, is that um, it kind of embraces the fact that people have long flowing inboxes and tries to work right. within that as opposed to kind of say okay we're going to come up with a new organization system because I think that's where people it, it gets tricky right because you kind of how do you fit it with my habits. When I when I operate email a certain way, irrespective of how um, you know good your organization is, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, that makes sense, and and yeah, and I can understand that for a lot of people, um, they do have thousands and thousands of emails, and as much as we talk about file act uh, toss, and you know, as soon as emails come, if it's um, spam, you know, uh, you know, un- unsubscribe and do all that there are still people who will have a lot of emails in inbox and it does get too much. And, you know, as I, I'll say, move it into a, the yearly box and then uh, delete it. But if this is a way to help people who have this, built this habit to have a flow of 
a, a long flow of emails, then yeah, this is great. Um, yeah, okay, and, so. And I, so, so first of all, let me just kind of give you some context here. So that this is a service that was made by a company called Basecamp. So they've been around for a little while. They used to be called 37 mm -hmm. Signals. And they've been around for like a decade or so, and they, they're primarily like it's project management tools for uh, for companies and collaboration and stuff. So that's kind of really what, what the history of the company is. And then last year, uh, apparently this is something they've been working on for a couple of years, but last year, like midway through, uh, I think sometime in July or something, uh, they launched mm -hmm. their email service. And it's actually a full-on platform, so it's not an email client like you're thinking, which is my email is somewhere, and then I'm using Apple Mail, and someone else is using Outlook. This is an entire... It's a full package. It's a full platform, right? So you essentially migrate your email hosting to them as well, and then you have a front-end oh. client that they've designed uh, to take okay. care of that email. So that's kind of step one of this process, which is why when I was telling you, like, we have to migrate to the system, that's kind of what I did when it came to the work email, at least. So for, Eng for all the people who are not technical, what this means that if you're, say, you're using uh, Google as your work, email, address, yeah. you know, you're using that, uh, which I know a lot of people do, especially for SMEs, they use Google as a thing. This So think of this as, a, as an equivalent of this. Yeah, I think you think of it as right. an equivalent to that in the sense that it's, it's going to be in a full email system as opposed to just um, a front-end client to handle existing email. Um, but which if, if is you're what using... I have with mine, with Correct. like say with Bluehost. Correct. Uh, Bluehost? And then... No, whoever I use. Yeah, and then uh, similarly in terms of uh, if, you're, if you're using the personal service, then of course it's, it just looks like an email client because you're not dealing with sort of your own domain and stuff. But the whole point of the work email mm. is that you're dealing with the whole domain. Anyway, so the, the first thing I want to talk about also their first approach is uh, the fact that they have a screener. And I think this is where actually the big kind of a little bit of an eye-opening moment for me because one of my biggest problems is that I do get a lot of, uh, for want of a better word, unsolicited email, right? Um, mm -hmm. A lot of yep, groups, uh, people sign me up on things. Unsubscribing from newsletters is tricky. It works sometimes. It doesn't work one time. I mean, I, I know that I'm on an email list. I couldn't find an unsubscribe button, so I just replied back and I said, hey, listen. Or either when I clicked the unsubscribe button, it said this email is not in our system. And so I, I replied back mm. to them and I said, hey, listen, I don't know how I'm on this. Take me off. And they're like, uh, we don't we don't know which email is signed up. We we're just getting the email, and I'm just like, well, it shows me that it came to this mail. Anyway, long loop. I'm still getting emails from those people. And so, what this service does actually is one of their first steps is creating like a lobby area. So think of Zoom because that's people are familiar with that concept. Is that when an email comes yep. to you for the first time, it actually does not enter your inbox at all. It sits in the screener, right. which for me has been like a huge <laughs> thing because it has cut out so much email from my inbox. Because I just, mm. I've just started saying no. I, instead of sitting and unsubscribing yeah. and figuring it out, the service is taking care of that for me. It's still keeping the emails. There is an everything uh, list that I can go and check out. But in my inbox, I no longer see the emails that I say no to. So like, actually, this person is unsolicited. I don't want them anymore. So at the beginning, though, you have to go through each and every one to say which one you give consent to or not. Yeah, as in, I mean, you know, if you were... Process. As an example, I mean, if you were sitting in your inbox and you were just getting the email, it's just like that. You're going through each every email, right? So what this does is okay. my, email, my inbox stays clean and I get an alert saying, hey, there are some new first timers in the screener and I go check it out and I just read through the email as if. It, it looks like a feed, right? Okay. It's just one after the other and I decide a yes or a no. And then in the yes, actually, there's a couple of different options as well. So I can say yes, just bring them into my inbox. But they also have two sort of additional kind of inboxes, but not really. Mm. One is called the feed. So actually, that's right. meant for like easy reading of newsletters. Right. So instead of, instead of you seeing an inbox 
email, 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 it's actually an ongoing feed, newsletter after newsletter after newsletter, or whatever you put in there, actually. Yeah, um, okay. So I use it for my newsletters, at least the ones that I'm like, okay, actually, this one I do want to get news from, but I don't want it to clutter my inbox. So I dump it in the feed. It's not super important. I see it when I see it. And this is one yeah. of those things where you can check whenever you want to check. You read it as if you're reading a social media feed. You just go through your newsletter one after the other. You don't have to take any action. You don't have to hit delete. You don't have to do anything anymore. Right. And then they okay. have something else so called... So will it automatically delete it after a while or what will it do? No, with, the paper, with this it just sits like a feed and it just shows me when I reach the end of it, it's like, okay, you're all done. And then it starts over as if it shows me like these are the new ones you've got. And it does right. like latest okay. first. So, I mean, but this is what okay. happens, by the way, in reality with my newsletter reading anyway, especially the ones where that I subscribe to that are either daily or weekly, is I actually don't land up reading every one. And then sometimes mm. I'll see an in something interesting, but sometimes I'll be like, okay, I want to look at my newsletters now when I pop in and I look at that. So it kind of fits into that kind of lifestyle where I check it when I want to check it, but honestly, it's not super priority. And then okay. they have a third How many newsletters under do you get? Quite a few, right? I'm, I'm subscribed to a few like podcasting newsletters and stuff. But again, a lot of the stuff I'm just saying no to now. So actually, right. they're all going out. And now I literally have, I think, like four newsletters that are like, oh, I really want to receive this. Okay. Um, oh, that's good and the, Okay. Yeah. And then the third one is called the paper trail. So that's for all the stuff that's important, but you don't really need it in your inbox. There's receipts, bank confirmations, all sorts of things like that. Uh, so again... Right. Like I get, I get email alerts from my bank about lots of different transactions. And honestly, they do clutter my inbox and I just keep filing them away because what else am I going to do? So here now, I actually... I delete them because we're with the same bank, right? Yeah, I mean, you can, you yeah. can delete them if that's what you want to do, right? But for me, I tend to keep them, especially for like business, for like business transactions, I tend to keep them until like I've... Just in case I need, I, need a, I need a track of something or something hasn't come by SMS because that happens sometimes. So what this oh, does yeah. is... So, but yeah, yeah and I also like online, right? Or if you look at uh, the other, uh, the other one could be like so purchases, right? So we we make a lot of purchases for the company. We're buying equipment. We're buying other things, and mm. we just get receipt and confirmations. I I know yeah. I want them, and I may need them at some point, but I do not need them in my. I don't. I know I made the purchase. It's not a big deal. So I actually mm. have a default. It goes by default into the paper trail. I don't even see it in my inbox anymore, okay. unless I'm oh, looking for a confirmation. So this is again like one of the uh, the one of the three options under yes is yes, bring it to my inbox. Yes, dump it in the feed, and yes, keep it in the paper trail so I can go and look for my receipt or whatever it is whenever I want. So that's kind of like the sort of pre-inbox sort of sorting system that they have in place. So this is one of the big reasons why I picked this up because I was like, okay, this is, I think my inbox needs to be a little bit nuked and started over almost, but I can't start over. It's very difficult to start over when I'm sitting in thousands and thousands of emails. And so this is kind of acting as a cleaner for me because it's making me take that decision once and by the way, I mean, right. you can always change it, right? So you can dump something in the feed and realize, no, you want it in your inbox or whatever, and that's fine. Uh, you can mm. always go and can update something later. But what it's doing actually, and by the way, like the first, <laughs> after moving to the system, I think the day two, day three, I was actually like a little unnerved because my inbox was empty. And oh, I was just wow. like, well, this is, this is so weird. Like, why, why is mm. my inbox empty? Like, of course I must have gotten mails. And I realized when I go to the everything section that like actually it's like a bunch of newsletters and confirmations that have right. all been dumped out of my inbox. And I'm not looking at them anymore, even though they're there. Wow. Which is like a huge, like for me, that was just kind of like, I'm very unnerved <laughs> by this development, but hey, actually it's kind of worked out well. <laughs> so, so that's kind to of... my world. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, then the second thing is also in terms of the workflow and what they've done <clears> for that. So this is actually coming back to your theory of file act and toss. Mm. Now, um, as a system that makes a lot of sense, but again, when you're drowning in inbox 
clutter, like it's a bit hard to do. So yeah. there are some things that they've done to kind of help that. Uh, the first is that they divide your inbox by new stuff and previously seen stuff. So that previously seen stuff is like this endless chain of emails that are just sitting there. I'm not filing them anywhere, I'm not doing anything with them, but I've already seen them and I don't have to take any action. Right, okay. Uh, and then the ones where I have to take action, there are two stacks at the bottom of the page, kind of, or at the bottom of the inbox. One is called the um, reply later stack, and the other one is set aside stack. So if there's something that I want to reference, uh, some information I need, and I just kind of want to keep that available to me, I just put in the set aside stack. So it's out of my red inbox, go sits in a mm. stack. And the same thing with replies. So the, the big kind of problem I used to have as well is sometimes I have to reply to things. Most people take the approach of leaving the email unread until they get to it or, or mark it unread again because this is the only way you can do it. In, or you flag it in some way, right, to say like, okay, mm -hmm. all the orange flags are things I have to reply to. So they've actually created a, re a reply later stack. So an email I get in, I have the option to just hit reply now and take care of it, hence act. Or... Mm -hmm. It's a file later system. So I'm like, look, this is a longer email. It's going to take me longer. I put in the reply later stack. And then I can go and take care of it later. But it's one stack. I know this is all the stuff I have to reply to. And it's sitting there. And they actually have a focus view for it. So you can click focus and reply. So then it takes away the inbox and just stacks the emails one below the other with a compose window on the right of each email. And you just reply to the yeah. ones you want to reply to, like instant, quick, 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 and get through your inbox. This is very, um, is this is very on the format of getting things done. So this is, yeah. you know, those ones that you reply later and it ha he has it, you know, um, on that process. Organized and yeah, yeah, available to yeah. you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that is, uh, that's great for the people who use getting things done. This this would, this, this would help a lot uh, and make it very easy, you know, to deal with these kind of emails. I mean, I put them into a folder when it's like that, but this is the same sort yeah, of Yeah, it's process. the same thing, right? So the, the idea of this system is just that, look, we've, we've, their entire, if you read their page and stuff, you'll see that, is that they're like, you know, we've, we've developed all these hacks for email when we don't need to, right? Like, we've created this folder system. People use flags. People use markers unread so that they can reply mm. to stuff. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. If the natural instinct for you is there, I can either reply to things now or I can reply to some stuff later, let's give you a stack yep. of stuff that you can just dump it into right, in, right on your screen. And it's there at the bottom. Yep. You see it all the time. Mm -hmm. By the way, it doesn't, like... Again, it's not an out of sight, out of mind thing sitting in a folder. It's sitting at the bottom of your inbox in a nice little stack that you can like get to later. Right. Okay. Uh, cool. So the, yeah. So that's another thing. And then uh, the other stuff is really like a lot of like clutter removal. So which I which I really appreciate. So for example, um, you know, threading is like such a pain sometimes. So someone changes the subject mm. line, or you have the re 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 something, and you're just sitting there going like, what is this about? So there's a couple of nice things here. One is it gives you the thing to say override and merge threads. So I'm like, actually, this thread and this thread are actually the same email. They just got divided into two. I'm going to force merge. And it only happens at my end. You don't notice any difference. But for me, right. it's one thread. And I have the option to change the subject line. So I can call it whatever I want that's more relevant right. to me, which is oh, then makes wow. it searchable. And that's true, by the way, of any email. So any email I get from anybody, I can change the subject line within my inbox and maintain it that way. So I'm like, if someone types something silly, but I want to put the project name in there, I can do that. And it yeah. kind of is, it's at, it's again, it's all at my end. It makes it searchable. It allows me to kind of just take control mm. of my inbox again. Uh, so you're not seeing like all these multiple threads. And then they have something which is uh, also, which is also kind of part of the screener, which is to say when an email comes in from a certain sender and they're sending you multiple emails for whatever reason, instead of seeing like them as, <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the same like with you, right? Because with you, we're discussing different things. That's why we have multiple threads. Yeah. There are some people that like, or for example, like I'm on a daily newsletter. 
that I do want to read because it has important news. Mm. But, you know, I get that email literally every day. And if I don't get to reading them, they're all sitting in my inbox as like 500 at the end of the week. And that's five lines in my email inbox, which means I miss something yeah. somewhere else. So what, they, what allows me to do is say, receive it in my inbox, but bundle them all together. So it's one line right, in my okay. email inbox. And then I can click it, and it shows me a feed of all the emails that are in that thread. Um, but it's, I, can, I, can pick, I can do that at a sender level. So I can tell a sender, listen, this person emails me way too much. And it's always like random stuff. I do want to receive it, but just bundle it together so I can look at it. But I've done mm. that with my bank statements, right? So even though they go in the feed, they go as one line, not okay. 20 emails. Yeah. So, oh, so again, it's a, it's a lot of like Clever. clutter clearing for me. Yeah, it's a lot of like a lot of this stuff that it, it's doing is, is a lot of clutter clearing. Mm. And then the one other thing is on the collaboration side, which is uh, the ability to kind of do things internal to the organization. So this is a this is a work feature. So it doesn't it's not available on their personal service. All the stuff I spoke to up to this point actually are available even on their personal service. So if you're just overwhelmed by personal email and you switch to them, um, you can yeah. get all of this stuff, right? Uh, so they have a lot of collaboration stuff. So if you're two people within the same organization, the one big thing, of course, is you can just share a thread. So you have a whole thread coming in. Uh, you don't have to sit and forward that thread to somebody. You can just say, hey, share the thread with them, and they can just pop in and read it. Right. But the big feature is something called collections. And a collection mm -hmm. is basically a combination of threads which all deal with the same thing, but they're all different conversations. So for example, uh, as an example, we're launching a new show or by the time mm. this episode goes out, we'll have launched a new show. Uh, so I have a lot of conversations around the launch of the show, right? And there right. were different people, right? Because there's a marketing conversation, there's a PR conversation. There's a conversation with the host that's going on, uh, artwork, video editor, like there's all of these conversations all relating to the launch, all relating to one project. Mm. And I, I, call it, I call the collection, we call it by the name of the show, season one. So everything is tagged with that. So it shows up in my inbox as regular, but when I click on it, it gives me what is called a collection view which is essentially right. who are all the people with which this collection is shared, who are all the people involved, what are all the different email threads, so it kind of gives me a high level view of that. It actually shows me all the files that have been shared across these threads in one like view. So in case I want to go wow. pick out a file and that's all I care about, I'm not searching for them anymore. Mm. And then below that it gives me actually a timeline, like by date, of every email and when it came in. And so right. I can just flip through and scan through and see the whole history of all the conversations relating to this project or collection. And then the best part is, is that let's say, for, for example, I'm working on this thing, I want to hand it off to somebody else. I'm not forwarding them anything, I'm just sharing the collection with them. And they can see the full timeline, all the files, like we're not transferring a single piece of information and cluttering anybody's inbox in the process of doing it, which I think mm. is very interesting. So I haven't really fully power used this feature, obviously, because we've only been using a couple of weeks, I don't have a huge team. Right. So it's something that <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of use a little bit more. But I've started using collections just to manage even just my projects right now. So for example, yeah. the launch, even though I'm having all of these different conversations, I don't want to merge all the threads together because that doesn't make any sense, right? Because I'm having different conversations. But the mm -hmm. idea of creating like a, almost like a project view of all of these emails that are happening. And then by the way, I can leave private notes for the people on my team, let's say, about something to reply to something or whatever. Like it's just streamlining yeah. all of that communication without, again, without cluttering inboxes, which is the other sort of big um, sort of clutter removal feature. This is great because, I mean, this would have been very useful for me when I used to be a solicitor and I was dealing with a massive deal. I would deal. imagine so. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there was uh, the, the last company I worked for, there was uh, a massive deal that went on and there were lawyers from my side, lawyers from the other side. Um, there were lawyers around the world helping with company formations. There were the internal people 
sending emails. There were, you know, it it was to been millions of emails by the end of it and exactly. paper yeah. and documents. Um, no wonder I needed a holiday after that, you know, and <laughs> I was just so stressed if, you know, I remember the, the state I used to be in when I was doing that. Um, so this would have helped a lot with dealing with all those emails because they were... Yeah, I mean, just imagine, like, you know, you were, like, three months into the project and then you had to bring someone new on board and can you imagine, like, how do you share information with this person? which I think it would be like yeah. a huge deal because it's not like if you start a project together, any service will kind of work because you're all involved from the beginning. But what happens yeah. when you bring someone midway through? How do you take them through the history? And this view, and I mean, if you're on YouTube watching this, you'll see the view kind of, uh, I'm sharing the view on the screen, but this view is kind of how you deal with that in, in, in this very seemingly efficient way. Again, like I said, we haven't broken into this a lot, but I'm already using it to combine different conversations that I'm looking at. So whenever I'm working in a certain conversation, I have a little tag at the top that shows me this is part of a collection and I can quickly browse through it. And there are a couple other things as well, by the way, like, you know, they do have a file browser. So all the files across all your email systems are searchable, findable in a file view. And then right. I can break it down and say, show me all the images that came from this person. And so just like we do on WhatsApp or whatever. But it's, you know, mm. it's really true that a lot of this stuff is in email and that's kind of really a big problem. And then yeah. the one last thing, and again, coming back to the whole clutter conversation, is that they do not believe in notifications in the sense of like bombarding you with notifications. So by default, this email app, notifications are off. Oh, wow. And yeah, by default. So you actually have to physically go and say, yes, I want to be notified of everything that's in my inbox. Otherwise, it doesn't turn on. Because their, their entire theory is, let's keep notifications off unless you really want it. But turn notifications on for things that you need to be notified about. Yeah. So for example, when a thread comes in, I can just say, look, start notifying me about this thread because I want to keep a track on it. I want to know. But I've realized, by the way, there is, re I mean, at least in the line of work I'm in, thankfully, there is nothing that I need to know like as soon as it happens. Because honestly, when it's that urgent, the person has invariably like dropped me a note on WhatsApp and been like, hey, I've sent this to you, right? Yeah. Or can you follow up on this for me? So yeah, yeah. there's already like all this conversation happening. I am yet, it's been two weeks, I'm yet to turn on any notifications on my inbox at all. I mean, I do check my email anyway. It's not like I don't. Hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, I've been living without email notifications for nearly two weeks now. Yeah, because I mean, I don't have email notifications. I I've, I switched it off from my phone years ago because it was taking up too much battery and data as well. You know, yeah, when we same. we were, uh, you know, it was just, it, when you want to access your email, you enter the inbox. You push manually if you're on your phone. You you know, when you're on your computer, you just switch on the you know your email client and it will come up. So you don't need notifications. I mean, I did in that job because there were emails coming through at two o'clock in the morning and you wanted it to know as soon as it came in so you could reply and then go to sleep. Yeah, but that was yeah. the kind of life that I led. And but actually, that's, that's again, like that's kind of like not, not great, right? Like that's exactly no. it. So, so I like the fact that, but that's yeah, the other thing that I noticed, uh, I tried a, a different email client, I don't want to name them right now, but I tried a different email client that kind of does a little bit of sorting in your inbox because again, that's my big need. Um, and this is the thing, right? And then I had to go in and figure out like how to turn off certain notifications and not turn off the others because they had different categories to say like, this is from people, this is from a newsletter, this is from a notification, and then I had to sit and manually turn them off. Yeah, um, no. And it's just yeah. one of those things. So I like the fact that this, these guys have taken the opposite approach to say, actually, we're not going to turn anything on unless you want it on, and then you go in and turn on anything yeah. that you need. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of, kind of the quick overview of, well, quick, but overview of but then, <laughs> everything that, that's happening. So this all sounds really good and clutter-free and 
you know, it does actually sound, you know, something that I, I would like using to a point. But, you know, I'm just thinking about how much work was involved at the start to get it into the system that you now like. And that's well, the problem with, you know, so we've for, had so, email clients before. Yeah, you know. yeah. so so far, I mean, uh, the, the thing is that, like, there are still, by the way, I think it happened this morning, uh, an email came in and it was actually a first time sender, even though it's been two weeks, um, because mm. it's... This service, like it was, it was a note, it was a newsletter. I turned it off, but it was something that hadn't actually sent me an email in two weeks, so that's why it came in through now. Uh, yeah. But the the thing I think for me is also one of those things where, like, one of the problems I used to have before is when I used to get signed up for these things, or these newsletters would come in. And as you as you know, right, we're recording right now, right? So I have I don't I'm not looking at my email, and yeah. so a lot of times this would happen where like we we've been we've done recordings that are multiple hours long, or we've done I've done interviews that are that are long. And you come back and your inbox is flooded, right? There's yeah. just so much stuff in it that actually there is an important email sitting somewhere at the bottom and you haven't gotten to it mm. because you're sitting and busy deleting, deleting and trying to unsubscribe or trying to deal with whatever else is showing up in your inbox. And that's what's changed for me now is now I know that if there's something in my inbox, it's because I have said yes and it's some from somebody and it's right. nothing else because everything else has either already been siphoned out or is sitting in a screener. And I can look at it when I want to look at it, but by now it's been two weeks. Anybody that actually is valuable to me and emails me has already made it through my inbox. Anyway. Oh, so have I made it through your inbox then? I don't or know. Did screener. I reply to your email? Hmm, I haven't seen your emails in a little while. Maybe, maybe it's out. I don't know. I have to go check. Shrag. <laughs> uh, no, of so course mean. it has. But uh, no, of course it has. But uh, but, I, but that's 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 the difference for me. Is I don't I do not dread opening my inbox after a hiatus from it, whether it's because of recording or it's because I'm driving or whatever, because actually my inbox is not fluttered anymore in the way that it used to be. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I have that when I, I've been working and, you know, like the last... And you do uh, whole days, for, yeah. Yeah, a whole day. And like the, the last two days it was 20 hours and I was dead tired. So today has been the day of doing the admin and I looked at the emails, so I think there was about 40 emails. A lot of it was, uh, there were like bank receipts and you know spam exactly. um yeah I, I got somebody asking for money which is the first time in a long time that that's gone <laughs> through into my email box and i was right. like yeah at first i was reading it going what is this and then i was like oh, oh this is spam them, yeah you know, it's like nigerian prince needs money and yeah i was like how did it even get through like um so this is yeah. I and mean, that's again like you know i mean we I, there's there's other stuff about this email service i didn't get into because they're more like email things and not so much clutter things so we, that's why i kind of yeah. left that out but uh but yeah i mean they have this is like uh, their idea again is that this is beyond a spam filter because there are things i mean your this example was obviously it was clearly spam uh, but mm. as we know, a lot of newsletters and stuff, they, they would not be classified as spam by anybody because they're, they're actually valid emails and by valid people and or companies. And mm. so they don't get, get marked as spam. I mean, I'll tell you the biggest one, though. Honestly, like one of the big pains is somebody signed up one of my email addresses to a Google group. And to I cannot group? get out Sorry? of it. To a Google group. Right. And I cannot get oh, out really? of it. I don't know why. I don't know why I cannot get out of it. I have marked the email as spam. This is in the past. I had marked the email as spam tons of times. I tried to unsubscribe. The unsubscriber email bounces. I've tried to log in. Uh, it's w because, of course, I do have multiple emails. Mm. So I've tried different combinations, but I don't have a Google account in that email address, so I cannot get into that. Like, it's, it's so messy. And right wow. now, I don't see those emails anymore because I just said no, because I'm not part of any other Google group and I don't care. And it's just, it just stopped showing my, in my inbox. Who's yeah. still using Google groups? Is that still I, a thing? It seems to be some kind of hiring thing. I don't, I don't really know. And 
whoever it is, if you're listening to this, you know why I'm no longer reacting to those emails. Uh, but yeah, so that, but it's been, it's been one of those things, right? So those kind of like really kind of weird pain points that I've just been sitting on and just the only way to deal with it, because there have been times where I've gotten like seven emails in like five minutes from, because multiple people have replied to the group. And I'm just sitting there going like, look, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't even sign up to this thing. Yeah, and I can't like spam that. it because, because no spam service is identifying Google groups as the spam email. You know what we need, though? You know, this, this is a great email system, but what we need is somebody to stop these people selling our numbers and email addresses because we get that, don't we? Like, well, but uh, this is, so this system is, is meant to deal with that, which is to say, like, when someone unsolicitedly tries to email you, they get, they get hidden behind a lobby and you take care of it if you want to take care of it, or you just say no, and you never, you actually genuinely never see that email again. Because I do not check that everything thing anymore now that I trust the system. Um, so do so they someone... automatically unsubscribe for you? No, no, they just, they, it's just like, you know what, the, the, and that's the other thing, right? There is, a, there is this sort of theory that people have, right? That people use these unsubscribe links as a way to know that it's a legit email, and then they keep spamming you from other things. And it's a mess, mm. right? Like, newsletters are a mess. On a side note, by the way, this service is vehemently against newsletters so they block every tracking pixel it's nuts right so so i mean it i i i'm a bit dicey on this one because i mean obviously like we also do a newsletter right but they're they're they have such a strong stance even though i don't yeah, often. they have, they have this very very strong privacy stance so they block every mailing service at all every tracking pixel everything so a lot of people use crm services to send me email I have learned in the last two weeks how many people do that because it puts a big like symbol on the sender that says this sender is using a service that's tracking you and tracking whether you're opening your email or closing it or whatever. Um, wow, and it's, 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 that would be Mailchimp very... then. Mailchimp. Would no, but be lots happy of them. By them. the way, actually, if you look on their website, they have a list of what looks like at least forty different email services that they absolutely outright block, and they're like, you know, we'll keep updating this list as and when it comes. So we get the emails, by the way. Don't get me wrong, but it just blocks. You, them from tracking whether you've opened the email or anything else. And they've even said that if you decide like you do want the email and you want to load the images, they proxy the images. So actually like the mailing service has no idea where that download came from because it comes from their servers. So it acts like a VPN almost <laughs> towards your, wow. your, your So they're they've taken like, I mean, to, yeah, yeah it's going to, I think it's going to play out very interestingly because if more people take up the service, uh, you know, the mailing services are going to have a problem with this at some stage. And I, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Uh, mm. but, uh, but that's, and that's the thing, right? That's one of the reasons why they, they are a paid service because they're like, look, we're just going to take money from the users and run the service and not sell you, not sell you to ads and not, not need ads to like make money, which is mm. again, one of the big reasons why privacy gets violated on the internet. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, I mean, like, like I said, these are all like additional like technical and security stuff and that's really not what the focus was, but the idea of talking about the service was more about how it's helping me manage my inbox, how it's taken away a little bit of uh, email anxiety because again, I have not in the last two weeks received a single notification on my email, nor have I walked into like this crazy inbox that I don't know what to do with. Mm. Um, so that's been, that's been really nice so far. Oh, cool. Anyway, so that was brilliant. I might have to check it out myself, I think. Um, it does sound good. Um, yeah, so you'll have to send me the details later. And obviously, this is not a paid ad. This we, we, the, No, it's not. I mean, this is literally, yeah, I, I'm, I'm paying for the service, and unfortunately, but, you know, I'm, I'm open to them talking to me about that. But no, jokes aside, though, no, I'm paying for the service you as a company. And, and <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I, it's just something that I came across and I got in 
their 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 work service is on is on an invite list right now because they've not opened it because they're scaling slowly. Uh, right. But I got the invite and that kind of triggered this process to say, let me have a look at this and see if this is going to really change. Uh, because I can do it now. I'm a small company. I don't have too many people. So mm. it was not hard to transition us over, right? Because again, that's a tricky bit uh, if you're a larger company. So I figured if I'm going to invest in this now, let me do it now. And then I can always exit, by the way. Their exit stuff is pretty nice. They have a way to export all your data in like standardized format. So you can import them into any email service tomorrow. So that's mm. okay. Uh, so I'd much rather get in now and kind of start using it and shift out later if I need to versus, you know, I don't know, having more people on the team and then trying to get more people to kind of change the way they think about email. Mm. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Right, well, thank you so much, Guest Shirag, for talking to us about your new email client today. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you want to do the closing or shall I? <laughs> Oh, no, keep going. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying just sitting back and, and watching you. I'm not you used to doing to... the closing. Um, I know. Yeah. That's, why so... it's, that's why it's interesting. Guys, I, you, I would like to hear like... from you on social media, and I want you to rate her closing. Here we go. Take it away, Shalina. Um, if you liked listening to our conversation today, pre please press like um, wherever you're listening to us, whether it's on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where else we, Angami, we're on everywhere. And it would be lovely if you could leave a review as well, because that does help us to get higher up on the, the radar for people to listen to us. Um, thank you also to all the people who do send us comments and reviews. That's really, we do love it. And if you want and to know more about, sorry. And if on. you're listening to us for the first time, by the way, then the way to listen to us is you can either find us on YouTube or you can go to declutterme.com slash podcast, where you'll find ways how to subscribe, and listen to the show and get notified as well of new episodes. I was going to do that all. Sorry. Yeah, and you can follow me on social media at DeclutterMe. Anyway, thank you very much for listening today and we'll talk to you next week about something. If you have any ideas as well about decluttering and organizing that you'd like to listen to on the podcast, do send us a message and let us know and we will bring it up um, as soon as possible. Thank you. Bye. I think I'm going to go back to doing the closing from now. Oh, good. Really? Was it that bad? <laughs> it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't that bad. But I'm just rambling. No, it wasn't bad. It was just, no, but it was also like I couldn't resist the urge to then jump in and say something because I'm just so used to like finishing that sentence. So I think that's the problem. Should we just say bye at the same time now? Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs>